Hour of Devastation is a fan-supported, listener-supported podcast, supported by people just like you. If you like what you hear and want to show your support, head over to patreon.com slash hour of devastation. A pledge to start from as little as one dollar. Thanks. Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neill. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? I'm actually, for once, doing pretty good. Good, good. That's yeah. really good to hear. Normally I just say not bad and just sort of shrug it off, which definitely means I'm not doing that great. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually feeling okay, because um, the last couple of days, uh, on Sunday, I played three and a half hours of EDH mm, nice. over webcam with some people, which is very, very nice. I uh, had a lot of fun. Um, and then yesterday we recorded with Scourge Divas. Yeah, that was super fun. That was an excellent time. And God knows when this episode will be out, when that episode will be out. I think Kirsty and I are now having a competition who, who can have the worst editing schedule. Um, <laughs> and I'm determined to win. But that was a lot of fun. And it's been, it's been great to be engaging with people that I really enjoy talking to. Um, just a lot about magic when I'm feeling kind of crappy about magic generally. Yeah. So it's been nice to play some games with some really cool people for like three and a half hours, which was really nice. That's um, good. And yeah. Yeah, and then just chatting for, I don't know, seven hours yesterday with uh, Casey and Kirsty, which uh, who are like two of my favourite people. So, yeah, it's been, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's, God knows that's how long really this will last, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, given the current situation of the world still. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good and I'm, I'm very much excited for this very, very loosely planned episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an interesting one today for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you doing? And physically in a lot of pain, mentally in a fantastic place. Excellent, good. The dream. Yeah, best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Good, is that, is that what you've got to say? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I mentioned last week that I'd, I'd like, torn all the muscle on one of my shoulders from from working out too, too much. <laughs> <laughs> Getting too many gains. See, oh. if I was a better friend over the last <laughs> over the last seven days, I would have asked you how you were at any point. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel bad for having not done that. I'm fine. I've got like a posture brace and like a shoulder brace on to like support my shoulder. Uh, it, it's just going to suck over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, mentally I'm in a fantastic place. I think like, again, like yourself, really enjoyed recording that episode of Scourge Divas we did yesterday. Uh, and yeah, just managing to engage with magic on just like a like a totally fun level, which it feels yeah, like it's been yeah. a long time. Um, I guess once I've, I've I've totally just removed like the whole I don't know official sanctioned play Wizards of the Coast state of of mind from everything, and just just I've found a way to just really engage with magic on a fun level, and just enjoying that a lot. See, that's the thing. I think you know magic as a game, I think, is in not a great place, or at least for me personally, not in a place that I enjoy it. it it's probably the least I've enjoyed actual magic since yeah. I started playing. But um, the people that play magic are great. The people that I get to interact with and talk about magic with are great. Um, and there's always ways to find to actually enjoy yourself. Yeah, Even definitely. if the way that Wizards of the Coast want you to play magic is kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of which, they did make an announcement that there will be a banned and restricted update. Gotta love those announcements, the announcements. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna find that tweet so I don't sound like an unprofessional podcaster. They tweeted uh, very recently, about an hour ago, as time of recording. Uh, on Monday, July 13th, there will be an update to the banner restricted list impacting the following formats historic, pioneer, modern, and popper. Which is a lot of formats. 
It is, yeah. It's quite an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't have any sort of inclination on what might be banned. I'm hoping for a lot of things to be banned in modern, because um, I think that format sucks. And I would like to play, be able to play it again, be able to play cards that I enjoy playing in modern once upon a time. I assumed Pauper was kind of in a good place. Yeah, I... After the Astrolabe ban, I thought it was kind of fine. Yeah, I don't really follow it at all these days, but I I didn't... Yeah, I wasn't really aware of any, like, massive, massive problems, so... I don't know, maybe maybe they'll unban something? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, they'll, maybe they'll just unban Astrolabe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we need this card. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, Historic, I have no idea. Is it just Winota? Is Winota still a problem in that format? Uh, historic, I would as- assume they were going to ban Nexus. Oh, okay, sure, that makes that makes sense. Because it's I mean, it's banned in best of one, and it seems to just be dominating in, in best of three. Uh, so I would assume that Nexus is for the chop, or maybe they'll ban like Wilderness Reclamation. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see something from that deck go. Um, see, this is the this is the thing because because the fact that Standard isn't included in this list. So say, I'll probably Field of the Dead. Maybe that makes sense. On that again, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's just there's just like a shopping list of of cards which you could just ban from the format that just aren't particularly great for the format. Well, I mean, this is this is the thing. Like, I assumed that the kind the cards that I think of immediately banning in those formats when when I hear there's going to be an announcement is like Teferi, Uro, Wilderness Reclamation, right? Yeah. And the fact that Standard isn't on this list, it would be really weird if they ban them in Historic and Pioneer and not. Yeah, <laughs> not, totally. not Standard, right? Yeah. So I imagine Uro and Teferi are probably safe from this ban announcement. And yeah. I, like I, 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 so I have no idea really. I would assume so, definitely. Maybe we just get Umazawa's Jute in uh, in Modern, and then because of how the format looks, it's just terrible. <laughs> Maybe they'll like find the unbanned just... twin. <laughs> they might do. God, can you imagine if we get to play twin and it's just terrible because it lines up really poorly against all the other good decks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited for that eventuality. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I imagine we'll probably cover that on uh, on next week's episode, whatever actually yeah, gets banned definitely. or unbanned or whatever. But that's a thing. So maybe the formats improve and maybe Magic gets a little bit less bad. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. But probably not. <laughs> and Legacy is not on there, so we know that Astrolabe's not getting banned. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that format continues to be dead to me. Okay. Now let's uh, let's talk about a format I do like. Yeah, and a format that you hate, dislike, have have definitely definitely dislike. I don't say I wouldn't say hate. Hate's a very strong word. Um, I guess a format that I've had very little interest in or or care for. Um, but things are different in this this world. This this new way of doing things. This new normal. Um, yeah, today we're going to talk about commander. Today, I'm going to yeah. talk about Commander in a positive way. Absolutely, and what better way to get someone to like to get you to like Commander than to just build you a deck? Yeah, <laughs> and tell you what you're going to enjoy, right? Yeah, totally. We're, we're going to try something very different today. Uh, we'll see how this goes, but I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, one thing that I've I've seen just, uh, just the meteoric rise in is is people playing Magic over webcam, and specifically people playing Commander over webcam. Uh, there's a bunch of, of websites and apps that allow you to do it really effectively, and it's really cool. I, I really like seeing it. I like seeing that people from all over the world are, are forming friendships and just finding ways to to engage with each other and, and just keep each other's spirits up and have fun doing that, like bonding yeah, over magic. Yeah. It's it's great. It 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 really looks and feels like the gathering has returned to magic 
in this, yes, this sort of aspect, uh, which yeah. is it's something that I'm definitely missing. And I figured like th- there's no there's no way I'm gonna play any other kind of paper magic for like I don't know at least six months if not longer. So why not? Why not just just embrace it? I mean, having fun engaging with magic in so many other ways. Let's just embrace it. Let's see what this is all about. So today we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to build me a commander deck. Yeah, you've finally been worn down. <laughs> yeah, finally. All it took was a <laughs> was a global pandemic killing hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. That's the thing. Like, like you said, the best way to connect with people at the moment in terms of magic is just playing commander over webcam because you get to include more people because if you're just playing one-on-one you don't get that kind of like lgs vibe or that gp vibe where like you can speak to other people and go and do other things yeah it's just the people that are in that in that game and with spell table um it's just really really easy yeah um, definitely it makes I mean, the whole, whole experience a joy well I've, I've done a couple of things over the past few few weeks and months where uh, we've we've set up small you know eight person tournaments and we've like simulated draft pods and stuff and being in like a like a discord channel for that and that has been fun definitely but again like once you t- just take it into the the one-on-one gameplay there's not very much interaction it feels like magic but doesn't feel like the gathering and i think that's the the key draw for, for me for, for for wanting to try this now is is definitely just to bring back that gathering element and yeah i'm really looking forward to it yeah i think that's i think that's something i have tried to sway you with um, before on in terms of Commander is the fact that Commander isn't necessarily about playing the game in the way that you like to do, you know, yeah. playing, playing a clean game of Magic and, and, and pushing all the things you possibly can and, and pulling off combos and, and playing really tight, it's just it's about sitting down with three people that you enjoy interacting with uh, with a game that you like and that's that's more what I what I view Commander as, and why I enjoy it so much because it's just an excuse to meet with three people and like, that's the thing, like these, you know, people that I so on uh, Sunday I played with uh, Kristen from Hips of the Coast, uh, a guy called Anton, who's an all-held bolus, and uh, my friend Stu from when I first started playing Magic. He uh, nice. goes by Mr. Shy, and I haven't seen him since I left Bath, <laughs> which was now uh, five years ago. Yeah. And I managed to play a game with him and, and chat to him over three and a half hours. That was really, really nice. But the fact that there's two people who I'd never really spoken to before and the fact that we were playing a game commander just made it really, really easy. Yeah, totally. And it's that thing in common. Whereas if I was just in, you know, in like a Skype call with with two of the people I had, I, I'd, I'd never met, and never spoken to, it'd be really, really awkward. But you get to bond over magic and then have conversations. Like, but then if it gets awkward, you're still playing a game of magic. So that's been really, really nice. So we're going to build you a commander deck, which is something I've been trying to do, I think, since we've known each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the first thing you need to do, I think, is find out what kind of deck you'd want to play. Cool. Um. You've play, have you played you've played Commander before, right? I know you've played at least one game with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Pl- I've played multiple games of Commander before. I've had I've had several Commander decks. Um, so I've, I've owned a couple of the precons previously. Um, it's you know like I, I worked in LGS for for years. It was I would always take place in in, in Commander pods or you know, fill in every space if need be. Those situations always come up, and most of the time I would just use a precon. But I just had like a. Um, like a Sidisi cards I own in a trade trade binder in these colors deck as well, which was was mostly terrible. Um, so yeah, I do I do have some commander experience, but I think the format looks or, or I guess feels probably very different now to what I did I don't know, like five years ago when I, <laughs> I did play it more regularly. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, like the format has changed drastically. I think. I think. Well, the intent of EDH was, yeah. here are some cards I own, and I'm going to play them in a deck, and we're all going to have fun playing these cards that we never get to play. And now it's very much well. You better be playing Sol Ring and Command Tower and Arcane Signet and uh, Fierce Guardianship and Smothering Tithe, and you have these like set twenty cards that you start with before you've even started building your deck. Yeah, and there's there's very much best in slot cards. Um, which I guess appeals more to the constructive player in me, the fact that I, you know, I can push to have the most efficient setup cards, and then have the fun cards be like the things I cast off those things. But the format is very, very different to then. I think if you sit down at a, just a generic commander table at a GP or during an FNM or whatever, if you just came with a pile of cards that you own, you would have a bad time. Yeah, totally. So, what kind of magic would you like to play in commander? Because I don't think you can do Storm. Because <laughs> you'll play one game and no one will ever speak to you again. Yeah. Uh, that's so if you thing. had to narrow, think... narrow it down to an archetype that you would enjoy playing. I guess, what what are the archetypes in, in Commander, really? Well, there's, so there's Combo, which is generally like, you know, good stuff and value until you get to your Combo, which is normally yeah. like a two-card Combo kind of thing. Um, you can have Tokens, you can have Life Gain, you can have a, a Control Deck, which is kind of hard to play in a four-person game, but you, yeah. know, you just have a lot of board wipes and card spells. Um, you have general aggro decks that are just interested in attacking. You can have graveyard decks. Um, you can have planeswalker decks. Spellslinger is also a thing. They're also kind of harder to do, but um, that generally ends with a combo finish kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, think... yeah, there's basically anything you can think of you can translate to a commander deck. I think, so, like, I guess from from what I, I did play back when I had that Locust God deck, I did quite enjoy combo. I think for me, it, it would be quite nice just to have that that I win button available, not necessarily having like a you know a super spiky tuned deck to find it on on turn three every game, but it would be cool just to have you know one or two I win buttons in there if the game goes on too long, or or just to I guess I guess just to, to threaten to to politic the table. Sweet. Okay. Okay. So colors. Yes, definitely blue. Definitely blue. Okay. <laughs> Any other cards? I mean, we can make play mono blue if you'd like. Though you're a little bit more limited, I suppose. No, I, th- I think I think it's probably best to go for a couple of colors. Um, I, I kind of want to say say Jeskai colors. Jeskai colors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we're just going to Google Jeskai commanders. Cool. And I'm very aware that my keyboard is very noisy, and I did not think about this. And I'm going to have a good time editing this out. <laughs> uh, okay. Jeskai commanders. You've got uh, Elsha, which is casting cards from the top of your library. And then you get to uh, you cast it as a head flash. So you get to manipulate the top card of your library and cast those spells. Oh, card cool. advantage. Narset, which everyone hates. <laughs> Why does everyone hate Narset? <laughs> because there was there was a so when CEDH was first becoming a thing, um, Narset has very much been pushed out of that of that particular style of EDH at this point. Yeah. But you cast your Narset, having ramped with a bunch of mana rocks and and what have you, um, and then cast it. Obviously, it's got hexproof. And then you attack, and then you just reveal time uh, time walks off the top of your deck. Oh, sweet! And then just have infinite time walks. Sounds sounds cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> no one will like you if you play that, but we can we can build that if you want. Nah. We have uh, Savine the Chronoclasm, which is a flashback deck. That was okay. one of the precons. Uh, you have uh, Pramacon, which there's not really like a set build path, but it, it so it's uh, each player may only attack. In a, in a direction that you choose, so you choose left or right, and then players can only attack in that direction. So you choose to attack the person that you have the most threat against, and choose to not be attacked by the person that has the most creatures, basically. Yeah. So that's one five flying wall. You have Gavi, which is the cycling deck, 
which seems really fun. So yeah, you may pay zero rather than pay the cycling cost of the first card you yeah. cycle each turn, which also applies to cards that have cycling like eight. Um, and you can do partners, I guess, if you're interested in that. We have Kaikar. Whenever you cast an uncreature spell, make a 1-1. One, one, and then you can sacrifice that 1-1 one, one to add a red. Yeah. Spell Slingery. Pretty, pretty interesting. I, I think I quite like the idea of the the first one you said. Was that Elsher of the Infinite? Yeah. That's the Elsher of the Infinite. Okay, we're locking that in. We have no Sweet. time for deliberation, I guess. <laughs> Elsher of the Infinite. Okay. So, we'll add that. Make that the commander. Yes. Okay. So, you have Elsher. Right? So this comes with the pre-gun. So, this unfortunately doesn't really have like a, a set built path because it's not cool. like it's it's because there's commanders that are just like generic value things. You've got like Darmia and stuff, which is just yeah. like this is a good card to be able to have access to at any point in the game. And then you have ones that are like you want to use your graveyard or you want to make tokens. So this is very much just like an open-ended kind of you can do what you want. Yeah, which I think is cool. Uh, do you have any inkling right now in terms of being able to cast non-creature spells on top of your library? What you'd like to do? Uh, wheels would be nice. Wheels. Okay, right. In which case, let's just add some wheels. Yeah, I love wheels. Okay, cool. Wheel of Fortune. Yep. In the deck. Windfall. In the deck. Uh, Winds of Change? That's the card, yep. Winds of Change. Um, what else? What that's else? An interesting art. Yeah, that's the portal, portal version. That's yeah. really cool. It's like a weather vane. It is, yeah. I think that might be the first time I've even seen that. I'm used to the, the Legends one. Yeah, they have that one. There you go. Which one would you prefer? <laughs> I mean, it, it's a Legends one I own, so Legends. Yeah, I don't think the, uh, the deckless needs to specifically match up. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got Wheel of Fortune, Windfall, Winds of Change. Any more wheels that you want? Um, I mean, Time Twister. Can we have that? You can. Yay, Time Twister's legal in the format for some reason. Yay. <laughs> you own a Time Twister, right? Uh, it's it's CE, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Over webcam, I don't think anyone will mind. Okay, so now you need to think what you're going to do with the time twisters, right? With yeah. your wheel effects. You can't just cast wheels, that doesn't win the game. <laughs> oh, I did in the Locust God. <laughs> well, okay, so we can add Locust God. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, you want to be about idea. drawing cards? Yeah, drawing cards is cool. So things that trigger when when you draw a card. Things are tutelage. So you want to do the mill thing? I mean, it it sounds pretty terrible in Commander, given that everyone has a 100 card deck. I mean, you can add them up, so you can... So, okay, well, let's add these things, and we can always come back to it. Okay. It's good to just have ideas. It would help if I could spell the word Sphinx, wouldn't it? Sphinx is tutelage. And then I guess you also want uh, Teferi's tutelage. Yeah, I guess so. From M21, because that does basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, are we going to put uh, Painter Servant Grindstone? <laughs> Just to be able to mill people. Um, sure. I guess if we if we're going to have like one or two combos in, then yeah, why not? Yeah, you just have like a two card combo, and this even isn't even that good because it just uh, you can only target one person at a time, right? Yeah. Like the Painter Servant Grindstone combo. Okay, you're getting the masterpiece version apparently. Okay, so we have whenever you draw a card effects. So you can also have Chasm Skulker. That triggers when you draw cards. Just make a big boy. Yeah. Like when it does, you get, to, you get to draw more cards. You could have Dream Trawler, I guess. That's just a beater in the air. I'm not sure how good that is in, in Commander specifically, but you could make it quite big if you're wheeling, I guess. Yeah, quite possibly. Whenever whenever you draw cards, make it a giant boy. Dream Trawler. 
Okay, so Rupert's going around uh, drawing cards. You also have Jace's Erasure, which yeah. is the same as Sphinx's Tutelage and Ferro's Tutelage. Whenever you draw a card, uh, uh, an opponent mills. Um, I guess Niv Mizzet Perun. Yeah, Niv Mizzet Perun is probably going to be quite good there. You've got to have a you got to have a Niv, right? Yeah. This deck already sounds horrible. <laughs> it's going to draw a bunch of cards. Um, you can also have Psychic Corrosion, which is exactly the same as Tiferous Tutage. I'm not sure you want all of these effects, but it's good to have them rather than have to add them later. Yeah, okay. for sure. Um, what else I guess while, while we're still talking wheels as well, can we stick Time Spiral in there? Time Spiral? Before I forget, yeah. Hell yeah. That's a combo card. Put Time Spiral in there. I'm also just going to straight up add every Teferi I can think of. Because That's it's good. So we've got Teferi, Hero of Dominaria. Uh, Teferi, Mage of Zalfir, because why not? Because you love Teferi. This is your Teferi tribal deck. Uh, Master of Time. Yep. We can add that one. And uh, Time Raveler. That's the one. And then, I can't remember what the Commander one's called. Uh, I have no idea. Teferi. Temporal Archmage. There you go. There he is. That one doesn't draw cards, but it kind of draws cards. Yeah. So, okay, so you're going to draw a lot of cards with your wheels and stuff. And only Time Twister actually shuffles back in. Yep. So, I'm going to assume you want to win with some kind of Labman effect. Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, so, Laboratory Maniac. Uh, Fastest Oracle. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fast's Oracle. Oracle. There you go. We should stick Jace in there as well. Yeah, Jace, Wielder of Mysteries. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Stick some more Jaces in while we're at it. <laughs> Is this going to be Planeswalker Tribal? Because Elsha does Maybe. allow you to. Elsha allows you to cast Planeswalkers Ooh. on creature spells, right? Yeah. So are we moving into Planeswalker Tribal? Uh, possibly. Quite possibly. Okay. okay, so I'm assuming we want Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah, yeah. Better than all, greater than all, whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's that great in Commander. Also, well, because of the now, really. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But because of the prowess that Jace has, uh, people just immediately murder him. Yeah. Uh, since we're drawing cards and doing Planeswalkers, and it's you, I guess we better have the greatest faith in the multiverse, right? Oh yeah. Dark Faden. Yep. It's just Planeswalker Tribal. Um, yeah. Jace Vrind's Prodigy. Stick him in there as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Draws a card. Jace Vrind's Prodigy. There he is. Okay. Okay, so we've got... So the deck is both drawing lots of cards and also Planeswalkers. Sounds good. Which also draw cards. So that's... Uh, and I guess your win condition is, is just milling yourself out. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, I guess I mean, which is kind of fine. I mean, we've still got room for some more combos and stuff, haven't we? Yeah, I think I just want to get the, the core of the deck out. Sure. <laughs> I think. I think, to be fair, the fact that you have a... Commander deck that is just doing a thing you like to do, which is cast Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I think I think that's probably good enough. Yeah. So I, I think the thing with the, the mill thing is that it is very hard to do in Commander. Yeah. Um which means that having like Sphinx's Tutelage and stuff and Tiferous Tutelage might you might not get there. You might just annoy some people by milling half their deck and then not win. Yeah, totally. I so think... I'm not sure if you want to do the go for the mill the mill strategy? Yeah, I think we get rid of the mill strategy. Okay. So we take out those four enchantments and yep. 
I mean, I, I can think of four cards I'd like to put in their place. Go on. Pestermite, Deceiver Exarch, Splinter Twin, <laughs> and Kiki Jiki. God damn it. Okay, Pestermite's in. Deceiver Exarch is in. So you just have the ability to infinite combo. If need be, yeah. If need be. Kiki Jiki and Splinter Twin. Cool. Does that mean we also add um, Feldar Guardian and Saheeli Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Saheeli's a planeswalker. And you do love Saheeli. I do. Saheeli Ray. Okay, so this Second is. Second favourite blue. I don't know. Maybe she's my favourite blue red planeswalker. Over Dak? I don't know. No. He's I, dead. Dak, How dare yeah, you? Dak's, Dak's dead. I can't, I can't do that to him. That's so mean. No, definitely. Um, definitely Dak over Saheeli. Just. Okay, so I think this is this is morphing into like a control deck that just has the ability to combo. Yeah. I don't think I like Dream Trawler. I think it's just like it, it's just sort of a generic card. Yeah, six mana just will probably just die to a wrath or something. It's just a thing. Now speaking yeah. of wraths, I think we need some wraths because that's what you want to be doing with this deck, right? Yeah. You want to keep the board clear, I guess keep tempo with your uh, planes planeswalkers. <laughs> your suite of currently eight planeswalkers. Um and then win with, with your uh, Splinter Twins and stuff. And I guess that's okay. I'm not sure how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. I guess uh, you, the thing is, with, with Elsha, you can't you can't cast these these creatures off the top of your deck. Yep. You can cast Splinter Twin, I guess. It's fine. You can instant split a Splinter Twin to play. Yeah, seems cool. That sounds okay. Okay, so you've got lots of board wipes. Now, Wrath of God. Okay. We'll add a Wrath of God. Uh, Supreme Verdict. Because you just need board wipes. Now, are you yeah. going to be the kind of person that plays Cyclonic Rift? I mean, I don't own a copy currently, so I'm going to say no. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but Time Twister and Wheel of Fortune's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're cards I own. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, so you've got two board wipes. I think maybe you'd want another one. Um, pick, a, pick a board wipe. There are so many to choose from. How do we feel about Planar Cleansing? Planar Cleansing? It kills all your Planeswalkers. Yeah, kills opponents, planeswalkers, and other things as well, though, doesn't it? I guess so. This is why Cyclonic Rift's good, because you get to get rid of all that stuff and not yours. Yeah, one of them's significantly cheaper than the other, though. That's very true. We can we can, we can add a, a plane of cleansing. Okay, okay. Then I guess you want some single target removal. This is the kind of boring stuff. But you just want ways to interact with your opponent, right? Yeah. You need, you, and we're not adding that art. We'll add Source to Plash, yes? Um, we'll add we'll add a beta one, <laughs> uh, and then path to exile. That's a fun one, right? Yeah. Uh, chaos spell. As I'm building this deck, I'm just getting more and more sad. I know I'm gonna have to play against this. Uh, chaos spell. Just 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 interaction, you know. Yeah. That's what, that's what you should need. Great. Yeah. I think we've moved away from the card draw thing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> just just add, add in your twin combos. And then, I guess if you just want to dig twin combos, this can be like your, your more sort of you came to brawl kind of deck, you know? Yeah. You, you came to really annoy some people. <laughs> just play a Teferi Time Raveler and then try and resolve your uh, your twin combo. Yeah. I think, I think that's Yeah, play fine. Teferi Time Raveler and then cast Splinter Twin from the top of my hybrid and <laughs> <speed>. <laughs> yeah, that, that does sound pretty good, actually. It sounds um, like me. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Okay, cool. So... You just got your generic cards, but we can add some more cat spells. I'm going to quickly add a ramp because you're going to need ramp. Yeah. So soul ring, um, uh, arcane signet, obviously. 
because every deck has to have an arcane signet now. And then I think I'm going to go for the talismans. Cool. As ramp spells, because I think everything that isn't a two mana ramp spell outside of green is kind of bad. Um, talisman of conviction. I just I like the talismans more than I like the signets. Because it deals you damage, but you can also hold up. You can also cast it and then hold up a one mana spell if you need to. Yeah. Which I think is fine. And I'm now trying to remember what the blue white talisman is called. I have no idea. Talisman of Progress? No, that's. Yeah, Talisman of Progress. There you go. Nice. So, what about that one? Um, I think you want Smothering Tide, probably, because it's, it's a white deck. Rhystic Study allows you to draw cards. And th this, is, this is what I was talking about earlier. Just like, this is just the way Commander goes now. Yeah. I guess good luck trying to buy a Judge Foil Rhystic Study. <laughs> I think I might have, well, not a judge for one, but I think I might have a prophecy. Was it prophecy? Yes, it's prophecy. Yeah, I think I might have a prophecy one somewhere. Sweet, make sure you deface that up. Yep. Cool, okay, so you've got like your generic sort of good cards. I can think that Soaring, Talismans, Rhystic Studies, Weathering Tithe. And I think I think that's, that's kind of fine. Cool. Right, so where are we at? So we currently have 41 cards. Of just mean, mean magic cards. <laughs> so I, I want to. I don't know what I don't know what I want to do with it now. That we've got all of. <laughs> I think the deck's a little bit confused. Okay. Because you've got like, so it's it's very much symptomatic of like someone's first commander deck. Yeah. We're like, are these all these things I really enjoy? And I want to put them one in one deck because it's gonna be my, my one commander deck. And then you realise you don't have to do that, and then you end up like me with like ten commander decks that all do all do different <laughs> things that you enjoy doing. So I guess you want to add some more count spells. Cause that's kind of kind of where we are with this, where you just need to like make sure you don't die. Yeah. So we'll add a force of will. Yeah. Seems like a good one. Mm hmm We're gonna add this one. Uh Force of Negation. Uh Swan Song. Swan Song is a very good one. And then, yeah, you're just sort of controlling the board until you can, I guess, resolve one of your combos. Yeah. What do you want to do in terms of card draw? I suppose, well, I suppose we need to set up the top of the deck, right, for Elsha? Yeah, I guess so. So you want ways to set up the top card of your library. So, Sensitive Divining Tap. Yes. That's the card I love. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Jason the Mind Sculptor also already fills that role. Yeah. Because you can put cards there. We can go for a Scroll Rack. It's a nice way to set up the top of your library. I'm trying to think of other ways to do that. I guess Brainstorm actually isn't that bad in this deck. Because Brainstorm allows you to instance speed, put something on top of your library, and then cast it with Elsha. Yeah. And then, in that same vein, Ponder. That is an aerial responder. Thank you, Architects. <laughs> Appreciate it. And put in. So, ways to set up the top of the library, which is just going to, I guess, cast, cast Planeswalkers at instant speed. Quite probably, yeah. <laughs> Which is probably a perfectly fine thing to do. Um, do you want to have cheaters in the deck? Uh, cheaters? Yeah. Yeah, uh, pro yeah probably. Um, oh, I can't have the best ones, though, can I? Because there's no black. You can't have demonic cheater. No. Hmm. So you can have mystical cheater. Yeah, so mystical cheater will be fine, won't it? Though I think currently it doesn't really find much exciting. <laughs> uh, mystical cheater. So I'm going to assume... 
that there are infinite combos you can do with this. Yeah. By casting stuff off the top of your library. So if you have... Yeah, okay. We broke it. Okay. Helm of Awakening. Oh, love that card. There we go. Put a Helm of Awakening in there. So that then you can have a sense of divining top, draw the top card of your library, and then cast it for free off the top of your library with Elsha. Yeah. And then draw your entire deck and win with Thassa's Oracle or Laboratory Medic or Jace. Hey, yeah, there we go. That seems fine, right? Yeah, I like that. Cool, this deck is going to be very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. This might not be the fun casual casual kind of thing we were going for. I also want to have different kinds of removals, so we'll have Generous Gift, Chaos War. Oh, I thought you said Chaos Orb for a second then. <laughs> we absolutely cannot have Chaos Orb. Oh, that is not a thing that we're allowed to do. No. Um, okay, okay, this is looking, this is looking all right. So how many yeah. cards we got? 53. So I reckon we've got space for about... Um, I think this deck wants quite a lot of lands, so I'd say 8 more cards. So we can have 38 okay. lands. So 8 eight, eight more cards that you want in <laughs> this completely ridiculous deck. So he's going to draw a bunch of cards. Yeah. Drawing cards is great. Drawing cards... Yeah, if you just want to draw cards, and then the drawing cards um, eventually wins the game. Oh, I guess we should probably have Psychosis Crawler. Psychosis Crawler. Because if you're going to wheel loads and draw loads of cards, then you want people to take damage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like some, some cards that I quite like personally that might be fun to play for me. Yeah, sure. I'm, um, I'm going to quickly add Blasphemous Act as another board cool. wipe. Because that is one of the best board wipes. We can have that in the deck. Yeah, uh, cool. I, so, yeah, more, more cards that you want. Uh, commit to memory. Commit to memory. Commit memory. You just have another wheel effect, I guess. Yeah, and a pseudo counter spell. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can also four mana put something on top of the library <laughs> if you want. That's a second from the top. Uh, how about Mystic Confluence? Oh, Mystic Confluence is a great one. So I guess one we could also have we favorite also cards. Have, I love Jog- this card. Judge Foil, please, because that's what the one I own. <laughs> this deck has not got the cards you own in it. I also own a Judge Foil, and it's one of my favourite cards that I own. Same. So by this, by the same Amazing. token, we're also going to add Cryptic Command. Yeah, of course we are. Cryptic Command, this lovely one here, and we're also going to add Sublime Epiphany. Ooh, yeah. Because this card is incredibly stupid, and I definitely want it to be somewhere. Okay, so the fact that we don't have a lot of creatures, and the creatures that we, we do have... Uh, <laughs> exclusively strict, strictly combo <laughs> creatures. Uh, I'm gonna add. I love uh, it. Ghostly prison. Sure. Um, where's ghostly prison? There is ghostly prison. Uh, propaganda, because we don't want to be attacked. That's essentially. True. I mean, maybe you do want Pramacon, <laughs> the thing that <laughs> makes you decide which way you can attack, so you don't just get murdered by swarms of creatures. Okay, sweet. I think that is. Pretty much all the cards I would add. We're currently at 61 cards without lands, which leaves room for 38 lands. Cool. And there's no room for a, for a Chandra Flamecaller, is there? Chandra Flamecaller? I mean, we yeah. could take out something like Chasm Skulker. Yeah. Because kind of Chasm Skulker's. <laughs> I'm not attacking. <laughs> yeah, you are never attacking. Um, Chandra. Which Chandra, sorry? Flamecaller. The, the six mana. Oh, the gate, which one? That has a wheel on it. It does have a wheel on it, it and minus X damage to each creatures. 
Okay, okay, sure, 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 sure. There's a nice Comic Con art as well. It does. Okay, sure. We've got that. So that's just adding into more into the Planeswalkers. I don't think anyone's going to like this deck. I will. And that's, yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm the sure. point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, I guess so. Sure. Um, I'm wondering whether we should have Enlightened Tutor. Enlightened Tutor seems pretty good because yeah. it can search for Splinter Twin. It can also search for Senses, Divining Tarp, or Scroll Rack, or Helm of Awakening. And we are still playing the Painter Servant and Grindstone. Grindstone, apparently. <laughs> so we can, we can search for those with that. So I guess that works. Yeah. I mean, if you want to just go all out and just not caring about attacking at all, you can take out the Locust card and just put in something like Snapcaster and just up the efficiency. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to do that, I think. Ooh, and then Torrential Gearhulk? Ooh, yeah, I do love Gearhulk. That's a, that's a card you really like. Okay, Snapcaster Mage and Torrential Gearhulk. So we're just casting a bunch of spells. Yeah, Cast like a bunch that. of spells. We've got, uh, so this is 63, so we might need to cut uh, two cards, I think. Oh my god, all these spells are so mean. What can we? What can we? I guess force of negation is kind of mean. Yeah, we get rid of force of negation. I don't own one as well, so that that no, knocks sure. it down a bit too. That makes it easier, I guess. We can we can maybe run thirty-seven. See yes. how it goes. You can always take out a spell later. <laughs> thirty-seven uh, lands. We've got we've got to put in the deck. Are you happy with how this looks so far? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so we've got so. Blasphemous Act, Claim the Cleansing, Ponder, Preordain, Supreme Verdict, Time Sparrow, Time Twister, Wheel of Fortune, Windfall, Winds of Change, Wrath of God, <laughs> which are all very fun yeah. spells. <laughs> all the double And the creature... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the creature suite is Deceiver Exarch, Fellar Guardian, Jay's Friends Prodigy, Kiki Jiki, Laboratory Maniac, Nivmizit Perun, which is definitely going to be mean, Painter Servant, Pestermite, Psychosis Crawler, Snapcaster Mage, Teferi Mage of Zalfir, Thassa's Oracle, Twenty Girl Hulk. And the artifacts, uh, <laughs> Arcane Signet, Grindstone, Helm of Awakening, Scroll Rack, Senses of Burning Top, Soul Ring, and then three Talismans. And the Planeswalkers, <laughs> Chandra Flamecaller, Dak Faden, Jace Wood of Mystery, Mysteries, Jace the Mind Sculptor, Sahili Rai, Teferi Hero of Dominaria, Master of Time, Temporal Archmage, and Time Raveler. Because you've got to have those Teferis. Yeah. <laughs> and we have uh, the Enchantments of Ghostly Prison, Propaganda, Rhystic Study, Smothering Tide, Splinter Twin, and the Instance... Brainstorm, Chaos Warp, Commit to Memory, Cat Spell, Cryptic Command, Enlightened Tutor, Force of Will, Generous Gift, Mystic Confluence, Mystical Tutor, Path to Exile, Splime Epiphany, Swan Song, Source Flashes. And then, of course, uh, Elsha herself. Sounds like a, a, a big old pile of cards that I love most of. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a gigantic pile of cards. Uh, and now, I guess we'll do. Because the lands are kind of just what you have to hand, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I guess we should probably add Desolate Lighthouse because it draws cards. Yes. Which therefore means we should add uh, Fiery Islet and Sunbaked Canyon. Cool. All right. Well, that's some that's some lands that draw cards. We do in Gaia Reach Sanitarium as well. Or yeah, we can yeah. do Gaia Reach. Gaia Reach Sanitarium, which also means we probably have uh, Mikakura, Mikakura yes. Center of the Sea, which does a similar thing. <laughs> each player draws a card, and then. I guess that'll probably do for for interesting lands, right? Yeah, quite probably. Um, oh, you definitely want. Um, I was going to say, how do you feel about like like Maze of Ith? Is that something that we would need at all? I think you'd cut a spell flat. I treat that normally okay. as a spell. Uh, I'm definitely adding Mystic Sanctuary. Yeah, Mystic Sanctuary seems very good. Uh, yeah, if, in terms of Maze of Ith, you could. I, I'd take out a spell because obviously it doesn't count towards your mana. So if we're adding a, if we're adding Maze of Ith, we would then be on 36 mana producing lands, which I think is a little bit yeah. too low. Cool, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
And I think I think this this is a, a heinous pile of cards that I'm very much looking forward to losing to. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, I mean, this thing. You, you, this is just sort of like you, you crash out a deck list, right? And then when you play it, you can add to it and 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 take stuff away. Yeah. As you as you see fit. But this is all you know. Some commander playable cards. It's all just the generic stuff, right? Your smothering ties, with said it's propaganda, ghostly prison, um, and then <laughs> a bunch of planeswalkers and infinite compounds. So you know, you know like when you me. asked what, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what when you asked what, um, what the the archetypes in commander were, and I said combo, but yeah. no one really likes when people play combo. Yeah. So you were just like, oh yeah, just slam down on the combo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, I guess flesh this out with the the lands that you own. I imagine you own the shock lands, probably. Uh, uh, yeah. On the Shocklands, um, and then obviously we've got Volcanic Island, Plateau, and Tundra we can put in as well. So I think the Fetchlands would be good with uh, Mystic Sanctuary. Yeah. That works. Um, yeah, okay. Well, this is a this is a deck. It's, it certainly looks like a deck. It looks like I, a yeah, deck, yeah. I think it, it, it looks fun to me. Um, yeah, and that's, that's, half, that's half the battle with Commander. It's finding something that you want to play. The other half is finding something that isn't going to annoy people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because if I, if I just handed you my Merin deck that I love to bits and want to play all the time, you probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. And if I built this, I'd probably have a horrible time, because it's not the kind of magic that I enjoy playing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this should be casting a bunch of stuff, controlling the board, and then winning with an infinite combo, I imagine. And that seems good. Yeah, I like it. Congratulations on this absolute pile. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's fine. I, th- I think that was fun. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed that a lot. Like I definitely think this is the this is a definitely a foundation of something here. There's, there's a few cards that I I don't own currently that I'll, I'll need to purchase or swap out for something else. Um, yeah. But I think the the vast bulk of this I do, I do have to hand. So that's that's, yeah, it's cool. I quite like that. Um, something that I would definitely be happy to play. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, to putting it together and, and playing some games. Yeah, now we just need to organise some games. <laughs> I think I think half the fun is just going to be putting a spell on the stack that you really like playing with. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to be very happy when you put a Teferi Hero of Dominaria on the stack. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, uh, sounds like a very pro- new thing. Probably be more more fun with a Dak Fade and play, maybe. I don't know. I love Dak. I very rarely get to play with Dak. So there's, there's definitely a bunch of cards there that I, I do like that I rarely get to play. Sweet. Well, that's that's your deck. I'll save that. Sweet. Afford it to you. You can find out what you're missing. Cool. Well, hopefully that translates into a reasonable episode of a podcast. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I understand that it's it's an audio format, and that there was some visual element to that for for us when we were looking through some of the cards there. But yeah, I think that that's interesting. That that's something that I've never, I hadn't really ever ever tried to sort of craft a deck like that before like i said the the first the first commander deck that i attempted to build was just what what commanders do i have, like what legendary creatures do i have in this this folder that i'm not playing currently oh this sadisi looks cool it gives me access to some colors that i like um then what do i have in those colors so just just stuck together a deck that way didn't really think about it at all uh and then yeah that locust god deck that i did try to to make a while ago was I feel like it was it was a bit a bit similar to this uh, but I think I didn't just want to remake that deck again when I was trying to do this this year I think adding that extra colour 
uh, allows for allows for for a I don't know a, a more a more reactive deck maybe giving me access to like more wraths like Supreme Verdict and Wrath of God. I think that the white's going to potentially come in quite handy. And that's something that I just didn't have access to. It was it was just all in on the on the combos 100% last time with that that Locust God. But at least there's going to be some sort of play in politic in here. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that's the thing when people are building commander decks is you just think about all the fun cards you want to put. So yeah. oh, let's, put, let's put Wheel of Fortune and, and Torrential Gerhawk and Dark Faden in there and then have some fun. But you need to also eat your vegetables, I guess. And have someone tell you that you, you need to put in Ghost of Prison Propaganda, otherwise you will just die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not have any fun. But yeah, you maybe put this together or something that looks a bit similar to this without having to spend a lot of money because this deck is currently coming in at 600 euros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully this is something that you enjoy playing or at least inspires you to build something similar. And the fact that you've had you've had like an input, at least briefly, on the actual building process of the deck, you might actually enjoy playing it as opposed to when I just handed you a Gaddic T deck and you had a horrendous time. Yeah, that was that was one of the worst games of Magic I've ever played. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I could provide that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Cool. All right. Well, that, I think that's that, that about does it for this. Um, that was fun. I, I I enjoyed doing that. I just put a bunch of cards into Architect. Yeah. Definitely, definitely enjoyed that. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think I definitely do want a bit of, have a look at it over myself and give it a bit, a bit of time myself to go through and and, and evaluate and see what, what I would, I guess, I guess first off, the cards that I don't own in there, I'll probably just pull straight away. Um, or I guess I'll make a copy of the deck um, and pull the cards I don't own and then work towards some of the, the more, I guess, essential cards. But I, I do think I've got a, most of this um but yeah it would be quite quite good to stick something based on this together maybe get a game in, game or two in over the weekend i mean i'm i'm happy to sit and spend time when i'm not also trying to podcast and make it some kind of entertaining yeah. <laughs> audio format to actually go through and like um pit the deck apart more but i think of crashing out a decklist this looks very reasonable yeah i wouldn't pers- personally put fell like i didn't cheeky in there but <laughs> you do what you want yeah <laughs> sweet okay cool Cool, awesome. So, yeah, thank you very much for for joining me on this this journey through for building me a commander deck. Um, I think it's, I don't know, maybe it's it's step one in in finding a finding my fun in in the format. It's it's certainly not something that I'm I'm used to. So yeah, I guess thank you for for starting this journey with me, and I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Absolutely. Well, like I said, like as long as you're casting spells that you enjoy and playing with people that you like interacting with, you're probably going to have a good time. Yeah. And I, th- I think we're going to, you know, there's a few of us that want to try and set up some games over what would have been, unfortunately, the weekend of GP Liverpool, uh, and and try and try and play some games over that weekend. So if we, you know, you got you got your friends involved over webcam with casting some Teferis, you're not going to have a bad time, I imagine. Yeah. Totally not. No, I, th- I think it's going to be good. Definitely. Sweet. Definitely, and I think this this whole process of, of doing it like this through Architect as well was a lot, a lot like a lot more pain free than I thought, thought this was going to be. I was expecting like have like run around and root through binders and boxes and stuff and figure out or oh, have I got this card? Have I got that card? But I guess that comes later and would, would probably just make for like the most horrendous podcast noise. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, that's how I like to build commander decks. Like, think of an idea. So, like, I'm, I'm I've currently finished just finished building uh, a wart bogger anti deck, which is the black red wart. Yeah. And the first thing I obviously did was go through my four K box full of cards and just pull out all the possible cards, and spend like an hour and a half just pouring over cards I own trying to put them into a deck. 
Nice. And that's that's the most fun thing, but you absolutely cannot do that on the podcast because that, yeah. <laughs> that would just be awful. Um, yeah, and then and then going through and finding other people's deck lists and looking and you know all that stuff. But yeah, I think this is a good way to build a deck. And I guess if you're not used to building a commander deck, this is kind of a daunting task, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Well, I hope this is fun. Yeah, I, for you at least. I think <laughs> I think I'll have some fun casting some of these these cards. So, as well as like Architect, would there be any other, I guess, websites or resources that you would recommend? Oh yeah, uh, just I, I honestly a lot of the time I just go on EDH Rec, type in the commander, and then it just has it doesn't. You, you can look at specific people's decks if you want, but I like to just look at the the cards they have them into different categories. Um, in fact, since I'm sharing my screen with you, I'll just show you. I don't know how fair you are with EDH Rec. So I'm if you pretty familiar with it, but yeah, go ahead. So if you just type in EDH Rec Elsha into Google, click on Elsha. And then accept the privacy agreement. And then, yeah, it'll just show you the cards that are good, right? Yeah. So it'll take you, maybe you want to put a whirlwind of thought in there because you hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I did not think about that at all. But yeah, exactly, yeah. Good. Obviously, Ralgrin Triumph, the Jeskar Triumph, you want to put that in there. And then it just gives you all the cards that are possibly good in that deck. Yeah. So you can put in a, a Dovin's Veto you hadn't maybe thought about or a Commander Sphere because that's just a good card in those kind of decks. Oh, Ethoflux as a war. Yeah, it looks right. exactly like that's the thing with with these decks. Like when you when you're just trying to theorycraft over like half an hour and just get it all written into one yeah. thing, <laughs> and there's some things you think. But you know you can you can uh, play Talrand, which is like a good value thing, and it's just all these cards that like these are the cards that people generally play in Elsha decks. Yeah, and then you can kind of build from there. You don't have to put them all in. You can put some of them in there, and just you go over these and just think, okay, maybe this is better than maybe this. Um, like Joy Weatherlight Captain, if I'm playing loads of Planeswalkers, is better than. Uh, just randomly playing one of the cards in your deck, right? Yeah. Maybe it's better than the seventh wheel effect, you know? And then, then <laughs> you, just, you just kind of build that from there. So I, I like to crash it out and just be like, hey, this is definitely the best possible. This is definitely the best possible cards I could cast. And then you look at other people's decks. Just work like, back from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's one of the best ways to do it. And the fact that I've just seen uh, Herald of Kozilek, which is another copy of Helm of Awakening for your Senses yeah. of Vinetop combo. There you go. But yeah, that, that's certainly that's certainly own one of those as well. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But this is that's how I do it. I just sort of crash out the cards, look for the cards I have, and then just pour over EDH rec. And you can look at look, look at similar decks. So like decks that are doing something similar to what else is doing, or maybe similar to what your theme is. Yeah. So then, if we're doing like a draw card, like a wheel kind of deck, you can also look to Locust God lists, right? So yeah. You look up Locust God on EDH rec and find out the cards that they're playing there that maybe don't also show up in the the Elsha page. Yeah. That's 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 how I do it, Germany. I spend a lot of my time just building decks and then taking them apart a week later after I've had one game with them. But that's part of, that's part of the fun, right? Just being able to build... That's why I have so many cards as well, because I build decks, uh, buy cards for them, then realise they're not very the deck's not very good or not something I enjoy playing, and then I just have a bunch of commander steps lying around, which makes it easy to build more decks. Sweet. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I'm going to have a lot of fun with this, definitely. Cool. I knew I'd make a commander player of you yet. I mean, you might play it once and never want to do it again, but yeah. this, is, this is making you build a deck is half the battle. Well, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, like I said at the start there, this is the, it's brand new territory for me, and, and it's something that I definitely want to get involved in. I am missing that gathering aspect of, of magic more so than, than anything else at the moment, so it, it would just be nice to to get to do that again. Like, even if I have to put in a bit of effort or you know try to make myself enjoy some games of commander, I think I'm at the stage where, you know, whatever effort it takes to do that it is absolutely worth it, definitely. Yeah, good. I look forward to, to playing with you soon. <laughs> you say that, but then you've, <laughs> you've just built this deck of me, so... Uh, 
Oh yeah, we'll I know see, it's miserable. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but if you know, if it's just us chatting and singing spells, it doesn't matter if I lose the game, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's most of the point. Sweet, awesome. So I guess that's pretty much all we have time for this week. I, I hope, I hope that was something that was listenable. Uh, it's certainly something totally different, and it's not really something we've we've done before. Um, yeah, we, we'd love to, to get your feedback on that if, if that's something that you'd you'd like to see maybe done again, or I don't know, maybe if you'd like an update on my deck in the future. Get in touch, let me know, you can hit us up on social media. On Twitter, we are at hfdcast, facebook.com slash hfdcast. Or if you've really enjoyed anything in the show and would like to give back in any sort of monetary amount, you can hit us up on Patreon, we are patreon.com slash devastation. But your money is absolutely much better used elsewhere currently. There are lots of GoFundMes and, and Bell funds and people that need money that haven't had their goals fulfilled, so go give them money instead of us. Um, though we do appreciate it if you'd like to give us money. It's very nice of you, but your money's better elsewhere at the moment. Uh, you can find the podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud and Stitcher and iTunes and YouTube. Does that sound right? That's about right, yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Pretty, pretty much anywhere. If you just, you just search Hour of Devastation podcast, it'll either bring up ourselves or like, I don't know, a million different podcasts doing Hour of Devastation set reviews. Yeah, I keep trying to, I keep trying to find our podcast on different places and just, just like random commander podcast doing their Hour of Devastation set review from four years ago. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to go to one of those platforms, then give us a, a like or a comment or a review or just share it with people. It helps us get out to more people. We really appreciate it. You can find me on my own personal social media on Twitter. I'm at Peach Garden Oaf, it's over an F. Facebook, I'm Joe Loudon. You can find me in pretty much any of the magic groups. I guess I'm going to be buying Commander staples now. I look forward to you in the trade groups buying loads of cards that you've never bought in your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Snail69. Nice. Thank you, and I'm definitely in the Facebook groups. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all awesome. I'll say. So, once again, we are approaching the second hour. God Pharaoh has returned, so we'll see you again next week on Our Devastation. Thank you.